Welcome to Full Rigor, a Florida true crime podcast. I'm Karen Curtis. I gotta tell you, folks, wait till Hulk Hogan comes out here. The roof is gonna come off the Bell Center here in Montreal. Oh boy. Hulk Hogan's greatest entrance of all time. Hulkamania. The guy, 6'7. He's 67 years old today, but back in his prime, he was 302 pounds of uh, hunka hunka Hogan. Remember, Andre the Giant was 7'4", The Undertaker 6'10", Dwayne The Rock Johnson 6'5", but Hulk Hogan 6'7", is best remembered as Hulk Hogan Thunderlips in the Rocky III movie. He was the current world wrestling champion who fights Rocky Balboa in a charity event in Rocky Three. Did you know that Hulk Hogan's real name is Terry G. Balea? Balea it or not. So he used to live on West 29th Street on Miami Beach. And the Hulkster and his family lived there when they moved to Miami. And they taped their reality series, Hogan Knows Best. Now the home is currently owned by Transformers director and producer Michael Bay. I think Michael Bay also did Miami Vice. So so I dated a guy who owned a house just down the street from the Hulkster. His name was Mark. And in fact, we would go out on his boat and we'd see all the mansions of the stars in Miami, like uh, Rosie O'Donnell's house, Gloria Estefan's house on Star Island. And there was a periwinkle house. I think it belonged to shoe designer Donald Pliner and Rosie O'Donnell's home as well. So one day in 2003, Mark went for a walk in his neighborhood on Miami Beach and he passed an ambulance that was parked in front of Maurice Gibbs' house of the Brothers Gibb fame. Mark was married to the daughter of the owner of the Windjammer Cruises, so that's where all of his money came from. And he was also best friends with Alto, the sax player for Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band, whom I was able to meet through him. It was kind of fun. But Maurice Gibb of the Bee Gees apparently was being wheeled out of his house that morning on a gurney and put into an ambulance. He was 53, and they rushed him to Mount Sinai Hospital, and he underwent emergency abdominal surgery. He had complained of stomach pain and then collapsed and was rushed to Mount Sinai Hospital. He went into cardiac arrest before undergoing surgery for the intestinal blockage, and all of a sudden, boom, he was dead. Maurice was the second Gibb brother to die on March 10th, 1988. The youngest Gibb brother, the cutest, I think, Andy Gibb, died just five days after his 30th birthday from an inflammatory heart virus exacerbated by years of substance abuse. Apparently, he liked cocaine. I just seen him in concert in Pine Knob in Michigan, just north of Detroit. And Robin Gibb died of kidney failure at the age of 62 on May 20th, 2012, after battling colon and liver cancer. I guess the brothers Gibb had a problem staying alive. Sorry. So the brothers and bandmates, Barry and Robin Gibbs, said that they never recovered from Maurice's death, which was all the more devastating because it completely came out of the blue. Well, Hulk Hogan, who's completely alive and, as I said, 67 years old, lived at Miami Beach near the house of Mark, who I was dating, whose father-in-law owned Windjammer Cruises. And at the time, Hulk Hogan apparently was friends with a shock jock, He had a show on a Tampa Bay radio station. His name is Bubba the Love Sponge. (laughs) 
What is a love sponge? Is that like a contraceptive? I'm not quite sure what the heck that's all about. But his real name is Todd Allen Clem, C-L-E-M, Clem. That's a real winner. I would change it to Bubba the Love Sponge myself as well. So apparently, Bubba the Love Sponge offered up his wife, they were living an alternative lifestyle, to Hulk Hogan, who was going through the divorce and was depressed, and he kind of beat him down, and she just kept hitting on him. So he says, okay, finally, they had sex. And apparently, a sex tape was made, unbeknownst to Hulk Hogan, Mr. Belia. So... There are some sex tapes that can actually promote your career and make you famous and you earn lots of money because of it, like Kim Kardashian famously hit the big time following her leaked sex tape with then-boyfriend Ray J. Paris Hilton's sex tape with then-boyfriend Rick Solomon made her famous and possibly the first of all the celebrity sex tapes, Paris Hilton's One Night in Paris became a cult classic. Now, it was released in 2004, three years after Paris and her then-boyfriend Rick Solomon actually made the video. But the film made Paris an overnight star, propelling her from little-known socialite to a household name. So maybe that's how Kim Kardashian got the idea. Pamela Anderson made a sex tape. Didn't technically make Pammy famous because she was already, you know, Playboy Bunny and very famous in her own right as uh, barbed wire. But certainly boosted her profile. Back in 1995, the Baywatch star and hubby Tommy Lee made the intimate tape while on their honeymoon. Now, the tape was then stolen from their private collection at their home. Pamela did sue, but despite her best efforts, the film is still available via subscription on certain websites. And apparently, her husband then, Tommy Lee, is very well endowed. Kind of amazing. Well, wrestling superstar Hulk Hogan was stepping into the legal ring after suddenly he was propelled into the limelight due to the sex tape. He actually took the stand in his $100 million lawsuit against the website Gawker. Hogan sued the gossip website for posting a secretly recorded tape of him having sex with his then best friend, Bubba Clem's wife. And on the stand, Hogan says the sex was consensual. The filming was not. Here's the Hulkster. Just so weird and so crazy. My gut was telling me, Bubba, you're not filming this, are you? And he just flashed into me. I'm your effing best friend. How dare you say that to me? Yeah, well, in early 2012, it was reported that Clem had filmed his wife, Heather Clem, and Hulk Hogan having sex in his bedroom. On October 4th, 2012, Gawker released a short clip of the video. And in the clip, you can hear Clem saying that the couple can do their thing and he'd be in his office. And at the end of the video, Clem can be heard telling Heather, if we ever need to retire, here is our ticket. Mm-hmm. So, in 2006, Belia was videotaped while having sex with Heather Clem, and at trial, he claimed that the videotaping was without his knowledge or consent. And on the Howard Stern show, Hogan told Stern that he had slept with Heather with Bubba Clem's blessing and his encouragement because he was so burnt out from the trauma of his upcoming divorce, and he finally gave in to the relentless come-ons from Heather, who kept going down that road, quote-unquote. Well, Balia said that he knew that Clem had an alternative lifestyle and that he had stopped by their house just to say hello when Heather tempted him. Now, Balia later testified, 
I was depressed. I gave up and gave in. I felt like those people loved me. Well, Bubba testified that he burned the video to a DVD, wrote Hogan on it, and put it in his desk drawer. Then on October 4th, 2012, Gawker editor A.J. Delario published a two-minute excerpt from the 30-minute video, including 10 seconds of explicit sexual activity. Now, what is Gawker? What was Gawker? Because it had to close down and actually had to file for bankruptcy. In 2002, Gawker became the go-to site for New York media gossip and a magnet for young journalists who would later go on to work for places like The New Yorker and Time Magazine. Now, Gawker was founded by Nick Denton and Elizabeth Spires and was based in New York City and focused on celebrities and the media industry. Now, the blog promoted itself as a source for daily Manhattan media news and gossip. And Denton was widely known for saying journalists shared their most interesting stories at the bar after work, and his mission was to guide those stories onto his website to entertain and surprise readers with information that traditional news organizations often shied away from, and rightly so. In fact, Gawker was forced to file for bankruptcy and close up shop in 2016, all because of Bubba the Love Sponge and the sex tape of Hulk Hogan. Well, not only did Bubba record the sexual encounter, it ended up on Gawker, the popular New York City website, and Hogan said it destroyed his career. So Hulk Hogan filed an invasion of privacy lawsuit against Gawker Media. What are the damages of the $115 Well, at that point, it was $115 million, but then it went to $140 million, and finally Gawker, which filed bankruptcy, agreed to pay Hulk Hogan 31 million bucks to settle the 140 million dollar verdict awarded by the Florida jury after Gawker published the video of Hogan having sex with Baba the Love Sponge's wife. The Florida jury on Friday, March 18th, 2016 awarded the former wrestler Hulk Hogan 115 million dollars in his privacy lawsuit against Gawker, but more damages, punitive damages were added onto that to make it 140 million. So Hogan's attorney, David Houston, afterward explained the message that this jury award sent. This is not only his victory today, but also anyone else who's been victimized by tabloid journalism. And after more than four years of litigation, Hulk Hogan's attorney said it was time to resolve this matter. The Gawker founder, Nick Denton, said the saga is over. Documents filed with the bankruptcy court in New York said that Gawker would pay Hogan 31 million bucks cash to settle the $140 million verdict. So the Hulkster delivered a courtroom smackdown against the website Gawker, but... Gawker founder Nick Denton, despite the jury's decision, stands by posting the sex tape of Hogan. I believe it was newsworthy. Those judges agreed that it was newsworthy. Uh, and so it is a story that we would do again. He didn't like the story that we wrote. You know, that's his right. It's the right of the jury not to like the story that we wrote. Um, but it's a free press. And in this country, uh, people are, are allowed to write what they want and people are allowed to read what they want. If you actually every single thing that a subject was feeling when a story came out, you know, frankly, there would be no news. No stories would actually ever get written. Uh, and we do put the story first, and I am uh, unapologetic about that. Apparently, the video hurt Hulk Hogan's feelings. Maybe Gawker reported that Hulk Hogan had a little hoagie. Who kn- I, don't, I don't know. 
But ABC News spoke with members of the jury on why they decided in Hogan's favor. And this juror, Selena Stevens, says that she was watching Gawker founder Nick Denton as the verdict was read. I was looking to see some remorse, and he still had blatant disregard for what he did. So the former professional wrestler who was awarded $140 bucks in compensatory and punitive damages got $31 million because Gawker posted the sex tape that was recorded and published without his knowledge. I don't know. I'm a news director. I don't really think it's news, but it's something people will want to click on. Now, Gawker had one big beef because one person who didn't take the stand was the man who filmed the sex tape, Shock Jock Bubba the Love Sponge. He was so wishy-washy. He had a serious lack of trustworthiness. He changed his story several times. First, he said that Hogan knew that he was being recorded. And then later, he took that back after settling the lawsuit with his friend. And Gawker considered Bubba Clemp's testimony critical, but... They wanted to get the truth about whether or not Hulk Hogan knew he was being recorded. And he said, of course, he did not. So the issue with Bubba Clem is that he changed his story initially that Hulk knew he was being recorded. But then he changed his story later and even under oath in a tape deposition that wasn't admitted for evidence that Hulk Hogan did not know. And the deposition, which the jury was unable to see, Gawker felt was really, really important to the case. So faced with the $140 million judgment in the invasion of privacy lawsuit brought by Hogan over the publication of the video that showed him having sex with Heather Clem and later revelation that Peter Thiel, the billion-dollar Silicon Valley entrepreneur, was financing his lawsuit and others against the company Gawker filed for bankruptcy and ultimately sold itself in August to Univision for $135 million. So he came out with $100 million. He had to give $31 million to Hogan. The sale brought an end to the company's independence, and Nick Denton, its founder and chief executive, left. Univision took down other Gawker articles that were involved in litigation. Gawker.com, which was the center of the Hulk Hogan lawsuit, was shut down, and Gawker Media even lost its name. The sites that Univision acquired are now part of the Gizmodo Media Group. Now, the pro wrestler also filed a second lawsuit against Gawker for allegedly leaking a transcript of Hogan's racist tirade about his daughter's black boyfriend. My personal life was destroyed. I was very mad at my daughter. I was upset over a situation that happened between her and her boyfriend. Hulk Hogan's daughter's name is Brooke Hogan, and you might remember her from their reality show, Now, when it became public, the suit said that Hogan's global brand was forever tarnished and he was seeking unspecified damages from Gawker and others. So in May of 2016, it was reported that Balea or Hulk Hogan had sued Gawker again, alleging that they were responsible for leaking sealed court documents that had quoted him using racial slurs. The transcripts were published by the National Enquirer. See last week's Full Rigor podcast for everything you need to know about the National Enquirer, which was founded in Lantana, Florida. Hulk Hogan talked about the circumstances surrounding his use of the N-word regarding his daughter's boyfriend. He steadfastly denied that he was a racist and begged his fans for forgiveness. Hogan's camp claimed that the audio in which Hogan is heard making racist comments is from another part of the same tape. 
Gawker Media told ABC that the racist recordings are from a completely different tape that was not part of the lawsuit and that it had nothing to do with its leak or publication. And World Wrestling Entertainment, WWE, subsequently fired him because of the comments. Gawker denied being responsible for the leak. Bolia then would re-sign with WWE in July of 2018. Now, the reason that billionaire Peter Thiel, a co-founder of PayPal and current Facebook board member, paid $10 million to help finance lawsuits against Gawker Media, including the Belia lawsuit, he called his financial support of Belia's case only one of my greater philanthropic things that I've done. Apparently, Gawker had published an article in 2007 outing Thiel as gay. And I wanted to wrap up this episode of Full Rigor with... Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's Carol at Big Cat Rescue. Carol Baskin from the Tampa Big Cat Rescue Ranch, where a volunteer yesterday almost had her arm ripped off by a tiger. She was trying to feed it, and then she realized right as she was reaching out with a stake that the tiger was in the wrong cage and had access to her arm. She suffered serious but non-life-threatening injuries. Now, the incident came the same day that the U.S. House of Representatives voted to ban the private ownership of big cats, such as lions and tigers, with the Big Cat Public Safety Act. The bill's sponsor is Illinois Democrat Congressman Mike Quigley. It shows us just how dangerous this is. These aren't house pets. It's inhumane to put them in small cages, or in fact, we've seen them in high-rise apartments. It's just insane. Not to mention Mike Tyson's tiger that was in the hangover ended up in a Vegas hotel room. Why are you peppering the steak? You don't know if tigers like pepper. Tigers love pepper. They hate cinnamon. I think tigers like cinnamon and they hate pepper. Don't you worry, you pretty striped head. We're gonna get you back to Tyson and your cozy tiger bed. The Big Cat Public Safety Act passed yesterday on a 272 to 114 vote. It allows existing facilities like the Big Cat Rescue Ranch in Tampa to keep their animals. But the bill also faces an uncertain future in the GOP-controlled Senate. For more on Carol Baskin, cool cat or killer kitten, check out my Full Rigor episode number 49. Carol Baskin is Tiger King Joe Exotic's main nemesis, but she also has skeletons in her own closet. One of them may be her missing husband, Don Lewis. He disappeared in 1997. Did she kill him? That wraps up Full Rigor. Thanks for joining me. Until next week. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.